3: big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase.
4: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try
3: Decided to call the police on two black people that stole, that allegedly took something from the store because you're willing to uphold the policy, and they could have lost their lives. I don't think I've heard of another Trump supporter being shot. So the f what? He got shot. Is he alive? I believe he died.
1: Tough luck. Don't be a f- Trump supporter in Portland. That it will not, you will not purchase anything that is not made in America, including, including the Downriver uh, 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 line. Of, of what has
2: to be done. All the parts. All the pa- parts, including the Don Griver Ebbett. Welcome back. Happy Friday or Saturday. I don't know when most people listen. If they listen late night when this thing comes out or if they listen the next morning. But I'm sure there's a way to find out, but I'm probably too lazy to do it. Thanks for joining us. Man, we have so much stuff so much stuff for a Friday, and it's one of those deals where, you know, you're probably... Like I am, just fr- by Friday, you're dead, you know. But there's so much going on, and so much stuff happening that we gotta. We have a lot of stuff to bring you. Uh, Alice is with us again. We have um, cloistered away a the waywardest child. He is slumbering now. Uh, naturally, by the way, in case you have any uh, uh, doubts about the ethical nature of our family, and um, and we should probably probably not be interrupted. There's so much stuff going on. There is. um, We'll take a look at some of the Biden stuff from the town hall, where CNN and Anderson Cooper essentially held his hand for an hour or whatever that was. It was a good. It was a healthy showing from Biden, but it was it was the most friendly, delicate, and fluffy Q and A that I have seen in uh, maybe since like Greta Thunberg did one. It was ridiculous, but Biden stood up. And answered somewhat cogently during the thing, and some of his answers. And it's interesting; he seems to be a pretty good study. He he certainly saw the questions coming. If he didn't literally see the questions coming, um, and uh, so his his answers, like he knew where the pitches were going to be, and he, and he and he hit them out in the right spots. He retained some facts and figures. He was he ran out there and essentially said, "I'm Mr. Memory Retention." That was the whole goal of of what he did. There were some interesting parts of it. We'll get to those in a moment. We've got some psychotic anti-Trump people um, caught on video again around the ones a uh, around the country. One's a um, self-inflicted casualty of cancel culture because she did everything on a on a Zoom meeting. Which isn't bri- brilliant? Sorry about that. I forgot what is the what is a podcast. Um, etiquette on, on yawning one time i was when i lived in california i lived in california if you didn't know i when i was eight, nineteen, 19 i moved out there for about six months in newport beach and i'll never forget i was uh i hadn't been i needed some house training i guess so i worked on this island called balboa island which was a very ritzy island in newport beach and John Wayne lived there. His family lived there. I think they they filmed some of the Sands of Iwo Jima on the island, and it was a very upscale island. And this woman came in, and she showed me, um, she uh, showed me her daughter was a a uh, supermodel or something, and she showed me the pictures of her daughter in the magazine. And while I was ringing the magazine up or whatever for her, the woman was French. I yawned, and she said, uh, "The next time you yawn, I will throw little rocks into your mouth." wow, there you go. I guess you're not supposed to yawn. And because it was out of the mouth of a French woman, the mother of a supermodel, stuck with me, except for right then when I just relapsed. But you can't throw little rocks into my mouth from where you are. Actually, my wife could, technically.
3: (laughs) It would be payback because... Am I allowed to tell them what you do when I yawn near you? Sure. You try and stick your finger in my mouth when I yawn nearby. I
2: I do, but that is not really about... It's not what you think it's not some it's ridiculous... not throwing little rocks, it's not throwing little rocks it's not it's not um it's no it's not a judgment of yawning. What I try to do, and I used to do this to my dog when I was a kid, and I have done this to any woman in my life since I was <laughs> like in my twenties what I try to do is see like with a dog, I wanted to feel how it felt <laughs> if they didn't know if I didn't know it was me, and to see if they would clench, what, what their bite would feel like. So the dog would go, and I'd stick my finger in there, and the dog would come, its jaws would come down on my finger, and it would be like, what are you doing? <laughs> but I, I could feel, so then I could feel like what it would be like if I got, if I were being bitten by the dog. And so that's you what you, just... you, that's <laughs> what I'm doing. So there's a perfectly reasonable, uh, reason reasonable. <laughs>
3: yeah, okay. So,
2: Great. so, um, where shall we start? We also have a Giant domestic dispute, and this is a real domestic dispute. And it's funny, um, Alice Um and I got in a fight while I was taking my walk today. This was the fight of a text, and I thought, like, wow, this would make good because this is really this is a pending, this is a live event. You would call it in the newspaper, else. Mm-hmm. Um. Um. So this is a real thing because we've got tentative, It's unresolved. It's unresolved. Currently. It's going to be resolved tomorrow, um, yes. one way or the other. I suppose. Yeah, one or the other. Um. Even though my, I. Uh, Executive privilege, I believe, uh, will <laughs> overrule. All right, so, so we'll we'll go into that in a moment. That'll be the, of the second part. First, we've got some uh, work to do. This domestic dispute is based on politics and wokeism and all this other stuff, and um, in one woman's um, one woman's um, quest to indoctrinate her kids in <laughs> progressive intersectionality. Right, right. That's it, what's versus going on. One, one. Poor Uh father, against all odds, pushing the boulder uphill Mm
3: -hmm. in the
2: name of the United (laughs) States of America. Okay. Okay. So, let us start uh, right here. Let's do a little bit of the Trump at the Town Hall stuff last night. Let us see. Let us see. Okay. Uh, He had a little mishap. We'll get that over with first. It wasn't a terrible mishap, but it was an interesting... um, (laughs) He at one point struggled, not to the level that he's capable of struggling. You've you've seen this um, before. Uh, you've seen this previously. And oh, no, sorry, did I say Trump? I've been yeah, Biden. you
3: said Trump. Jesus
2: Christ! Have I been saying Trump this whole time?
3: No. This is this Biden, is the first so. time. I was like, oh wow, something. There was a Trump no, town hall no, no. that happened too. I was interested to hear the Biden audio, but let's.
2: All right, so here's Biden. At one point, this guy just takes this with his video camera. At one point, talking about businesses.
1: If, we're, if any of that is being purchased by any government agency, that it will not, we will not purchase anything that is not made in America, including, including the downriver uh, 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 line of, of <laughs> what has to be done, what all he the parts. You can't do what he's doing now. You can't do where he's given a tax break to companies that, in fact, go overseas, bring their and then import the product back into the United States of America, even though the headquarters is here. The chain, though, you go overseas and they bring it back in cheaper than you being able to produce it. And so I'm going to make sure that it's made in America. I believe and I mean that. We all, we've been talking about this policy for 100 years. We've never fully done it. We can and must do it now.
2: Okay, we don't know at all what, he, what we're supposed <laughs> to do, but he went through it. At one point in this audio, I don't have. I should have grabbed it actually, but it was too much. We get too much stuff. One point, he said, he was saying oh, how down home Joe he is, how oh, shucks he is. He said, "I'm not like Trump. I'm not one of these Ivy Leaguers." Matter of fact, I'm the first. I'll be the first president if I win to not have an Ivy League education as president, which is untrue. You know, seven mm-hmm. presidents didn't go to college. Um, Truman didn't had no college degree, mm-hmm. which is recently. And in, in shock of all shocks, I tweeted out when it happened. I think we need a fact checker on this. Daniel Dale, who's CNN's prize uh-huh. fact checker. Seconds later, Daniel Dale fact checks it on Twitter and says this isn't wow, true. Wow.
3: I'm- Didn't Joe Biden also get in trouble in the 80s for saying he was the first person in his family not to go to college?
2: Ooh, um, so I think
3: this is true. I think... Or, or the first person in his family to go to college, rather. Sorry. um, But, yeah, I think he got called out on this. I think well, fact checker... Well, that was
2: checkers- the Neil Kinnock speech. Right. Right. Yes. Can he. Oh, well, he... The problem with the Neil Kinnock speech wasn't just the college part; is that he stole Kinnock's entire <laughs> life experience. Kind of whole... like
3: he stole the the being in the civil rights movement experience.
2: Exactly, that's exactly right. So is okay.
3: he at the point of dementia where he just reads things other people say happened to them and he thinks they happened to him?
2: Yes. The civil rights thing is another thing that in 1987 he had to apologize to everybody for. Say, so actually, I wasn't in any part of it. I was not. I was in my house in Delaware. Was he said later that he was, did.
3: That, he did lifeguard at an all-black pool.
2: He got in a razor blade fight <laughs> with corn pop. You know the one guy he comes in contact with who's not white. He wants to. He's there in a razor blade fight.
3: I mean, I suppose that's an authentic experience with the black community at the time.
2: I don't know. Is it?
3: <laughs> I don't know either. I, I, mean...
2: I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I have never seen, heard anybody from any race <laughs> talk about razor blade duels poolside. That's. Fun. <laughs> But that's fine. But the one thing that jumped out at me is this answer. This woman now, he, CNN, this this woman asked Trump a question. This is a Republican you'll hear, uh, Biden. He asks Biden a question. Jesus, Tom, stop it. And this is worth going over. The, the answer is a few minutes long. And this woman is kind of impressive, but um, listen in.
4: Uh Pennsylvania, she's CFO for her family potato farm, a member of the Pennsylvania.
2: Okay, let's, let's take notes. Okay. CFO for the family what farm? Potato farm.
4: Okay, good. Your farm Bureau, she's also a Republican who voted for President Trump in 2016. Julie, welcome. Thank you. How are you
1: feeling now, Julie? <laughs> Sorry.
2: Okay, maybe not the right salutation. <laughs> you know, how's it working out for you, idiot? <laughs> huh? Now that you're here, you're obviously one of the converted, so you must feel like a complete jackass, right, Julie? <laughs> anyway. Um. But, then, but notice that. That's the only time in the entire town hall where Biden perceived something was on offense against him. He mm-hmm. perceived the possibility of a threat. Right. She had once voted for Trump, even though she's there. So Anderson Cooper and the crew probably made sure that she was safe. You know, he still can't help but give her not full dog face pony soldier. But just a little a, a t- yeah. sample.
3: I mean, I guess I read it a little bit differently. I read it as more like he assumed that because she was there, Anderson Cooper and team made sure that she was an extremely regretful Trump voter who was go- about to throw Trump un- fully under the bus in the question.
2: Phil for a second, Alice. You know what that means? It means a talk. Talk. Remember yeah. I told the Hillary should to fill.
3: Um, no, I don't remember you telling Hilary Schabot to fell, but I can fell if you need me to film, because um, I had more to say Alice, about that. Alice, want me to
2: change your immediate reality right now? Sure. Ruth Gator Ginsburg has died. <gasps> no! Yes. No! Yes.
3: Oh, my God! Yes. No.
2: Oh, God, here we go. This is going to be World War Three.
3: Are you serious? Is this.
2: Uh, Okay, okay, Uh, Trump, it is very important. Oh. Very important. My God. Very important that we not say anything stupid. Not do anything stupid at the moment. Oh my God.
3: This is going to change this year a lot. Yes. Oh my god.
2: Sorry, I'm just tweeting something.
3: No, I just I mean, wow. Wow. I mean, obviously she was a very um you know, at the age of 87, it's not it's never unexpected if something happens to you like that. Right. But it's really, I mean, I I didn't think that this... I didn't think this year could get any more...
2: This changes everything as of right now. This this is not a good time for this.
3: It's not a good time for this at all. And I say this, you know, obviously I don't agree with Ruth Bader Ginsburg on certain issues in the world. But uh, I certainly respect her huge contribution to the legal profession. Her, I mean just constant activism over the years um, for you know women in the profession of law and I have family members who've been very inspired by her and her achievements in the world she certainly was great friends with Antonin Scalia who's somebody I have deep deep respect for and do agree with on a lot but um I mean this this event is going to shape our reality for a long time to come and I mean I, I don't think it's an understatement to say in this year when so many hugely significant events have happened that this could be the biggest event that happens this year
2: yes and yes
3: I, I mean I, first of all you know my thoughts and my prayers are with her family because one of my biggest biggest core beliefs is that everything that we're doing here on earth is dwarfed by other stuff that we don't know much about and that you know when somebody when somebody does um ultimately pass on that that it's it's almost like our reality the fabric of reality gets thin and we catch a glimpse that there's this whole other reality out there that we don't really know anything about you know and it, it kind of it makes whenever somebody dies it makes the world around you sort of get like fuzzy like it doesn't of it's not real or it doesn't really matter so regardless of who somebody is how important they are anything else i mean her family is is feeling that right now but this is this is an event that is going to shape america for decades now um. Just in terms of our our, of course, our national politics and all that, but but I think truly the the legal landscape of the country.
2: Jesus, I mean, the legal landscape, to say the least. I mean, well, I mean, I mean, let, let's let's take it from there. One thing that, at least, is <laughs> consistent is is that. These Died in the well conservative judges are not consistent. <laughs> so, you know, I think that a lot of conservatives feel that they've been undermined by Roberts um consistently. And um and it maybe even Kavanaugh a little bit. I mean, bit. sure,
3: but I, I also think that everyone, but certainly some of these con- current modern day conservatives misunderstand the Supreme Court and misunderstand Supreme Court justices quite a bit. I mean uh, because especially if your politics is all about winning on certain issues, it's hard to understand how somebody could have a different legal perspective from you, you know. And this was part of the issue with Gorsuch when Trump appointed Gorsuch, is that people saw it as, like, this win-lose proposition. And, and I mean, Gorsuch is somebody who's delivered a lot of wins to liberals.
2: Right. Oh, uh, yes, yes.
3: You know, And but but it's not— but. Supreme Court justices in an ideal World don't see themselves that Way they're not part of everyday Politics of this back and forth uh, Other than when they get appointed in which They become part of it because they're just Sort of a football that gets passed back and forth In our Mm -hmm. politics but The vision of the Supreme Court is that they're kind of above the Day-to-day and that they're making decisions On the basis of these broader Principles than just You know like whether or not this decision will make my political allies win for the next whatever years, you know. And I think that to greater or lesser degrees, most of the justices on the court agree with that. That's how somebody like Ruth Bader Ginsburg can be friends with Scalia or, you know. I mean, there are some indications that she might have uh, been somewhat close with Gorsuch, too. They certainly had some agreements on the court.
2: Sorry, I'm just... So I think this is what we've got to talk about now. Else is just what this means for this moment in our society. You know, I saw today the um, what was it? Trump is, or what is the administration doing? The administration is refusing to give money. What's it's the it's the uh, the trans thing? Trans athletes in Connecticut? No, there's a lawsuit in Connecticut. Or God damn it can I find this thing i, I am sorry it... i
0: don't know the story of it's the okay of it's okay head. it's I a, mean... it,
2: but, but so so let me let me find it here i'm sorry we were it's funny this is how it goes we had a show like i said a thick show set up and that is out the window so this is this is it so this is news today uh, federal funding threatened over transgender athlete policy essentially out of um, this might be something that, that would have hit the supreme court this is uh, the, uh Connecticut is suing because is um, he, he, suing to stop funding um, for sports, essentially, and the the article doesn't work if if trans women are allowed to compete against women in okay. races, and so that's a huge hot button issue, right. huge, huge. Right. The trans community is very active, very mobile, and very aggressive, and 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 folks on that side of the argument. So my feeling when I saw this today. And I t- told an editor, "This is it, crap. This is the next civil war before the election. So we've right. already had the COVID war, which continues. We've had the BLM war, and this cultural unraveling. Well, it only makes sense now that this be the next war, but this won't be the next war. It won't be the next. war. This Ginsburg war. thing Court is the will next will be war. The next it, war, it, right? And the
3: urgency for liberals now will be dialed up to." 17 yes. out of 10. Yes. And the no- thing
2: in the th- yes, and they're going to say Mitch McConnell said that he wouldn't put somebody in uh for Obama that the Senate wouldn't hear somebody for Obama. Um because Obama was leaving office that year. He didn't it- say
3: that because Obama was leaving office that year. He said because Obama's leaving office this year and we are not on the same political Right, team. because
2: well, that's the point. The point is that the Republicans ran the Senate. So they weren't going right. to do him a solid before he left. They were going to play politics. I still didn't like it. I don't like this. that that's where our politics are, and that's the, the
3: well, right? The I mean, cynical... I thought it was craven at the time. Right. Have it... the guy come in, have the hearing, and vote right. against him? You bunch of wimps! But Congress hates to have to vote on stuff because they're babies, right?
2: Especially the Senate, which is not which is a game show. The Senate is not <laughs> a deliberative right. body anymore. Um, you, you're right. So, so that's going to be thrown against him, and then the right's going to say, "But Schumer started it all at one point." And, and we're going to have, and it's actually it's going to. You wonder what it's going to do to the Senate election as well, because you know that the the Democrats want to get rid of the filibuster, so make it a simple majority, um, to make it a simple majority, so that they can, uh, you know, essentially pass anything if they get a simple, if they get a majority. Well, in the
3: I mean, I think one question is certainly. I, I mean, I, I don't know. It's will supercharge
2: those Senate races, though. Well, and yeah, they get, I mean,
3: is Susan Collins going to? Uh, they were close with Kavanaugh. They were really—it was close to falling through with Kavanaugh. And if a different Republican had been president, not Trump, it would have fallen through with Kavanaugh for sure. I hundred percent right. believe that. And, but, and There
2: are also some Republicans, Alice, who you know what, I won't step in. You go ahead.
3: But um but I mean I I wonder if I mean Mitch McConnell runs a tight ship, but I wonder if he can get the Kavanaugh result again in this environment this year at this time I mean I don't know if the Republicans will rally again I think it depends a lot on who Trump nominates I certainly think Trump is going to nominate somebody in the Senate is going to try and push it through before the election I think it's going to be a tough sell and I think that there are going. To, I think that there are going to be some like Susan Collins who are going to really struggle to to be a part of circling the wagons. Uh, Do
2: you think so? I think that the polling shows that she's getting crushed.
3: So you think she'll just go all in and vote for whoever it, as a final act of defiance against the woke mob?
2: Um. You know,
3: I I think that there are Republicans in districts who are going to have a hard time justifying supporting a Trump nominee to the Supreme Court right now in this environment after.
2: Sorry, I'm doing work, so keep talking. You
3: know, after after the whole um, uh, Merrick Garland thing with Obama, I, I think there are Republicans that are going to have a tough time justifying it. I mean, it was always true that what Mitch McConnell said was there hasn't been a confirmed nominee when the president and the Senate were in opposite parties. In a hundred years or whatever it was in an election year, which is somewhat of a very specific circumstance. And I think it's a little hard for people to wrap their heads around that much specific circumstance. Like, I think what people heard is it's an election year, so we're not confirming Merrick Garland, you know, uh, so. Right. But but, I don't. We're about to we're about to have this argument brought up again (laughs) right by the way
2: what i'm I'm, I'm, the work i'm doing here is i work for obviously two newspapers and we're blowing up the front page to throw this in there um so so but here's the thing else you think senate republicans i think that susan collins in maine knows that she's probably toast anyway okay so then why not why not do the right thing or why not just do, the by definition, the right thing? She doesn't have to worry Maybe about that Maybe she stuff.
3: won't feel that's the right thing, though. I mean, I think there are Republicans out there who think that if we didn't do Merrick Garland, we shouldn't do one in October.
2: But like we said, it, there's it's not a perfect parallel.
3: Well, of course, it's, it's opposing situation. parties versus the same party. Of course, right. I know that. You know that. But what are the headlines going to say at CNN?
2: Well, we know that the headlines, no matter what, yes. But there are
3: Republicans in the Senate who are going to be swayed by that.
2: But they've got a president, at least for now, they've got a president who is going to take names. And they've got a president. This guy, Donald Trump. That's true. Mitt Romney would not nominate somebody. President Romney. Of course,
3: Romney would not nominate somebody. Donald Trump could give a bleep. Trump, I assume, is now excited. Yes. I I mean, that's disgusting to say it. It hurts my heart to say it, but I think. I assume
2: that he's... Well, I mean, politically, there's two different things. And I think you can separate this without feeling like a complete devil. Is that politically, I mean, I don't think you do jumping jacks because it's somebody's died and it's in poor taste. But politically, it's incredibly advantageous for Trump.
3: Well, I think so. I certainly... His approval rating's... Definitely among Republicans at least But but I think his approval ratings I'd have to look into it specifically Did pretty well during the Kavanaugh thing And I think a lot of that has to do with You know conviction and sticking to your guns A little bit um, I definitely The Kavanaugh Debate and everything That surrounded it The circus of the media Was one of Few events in the Trump presidency That radicalized me towards Trump more than I had been because, as you know, I've never been a big Trump fan. He's never been that great to me. But the the Kavanaugh hearings so incensed me. It it made me so angry. This is a time I think people forget Mm -hmm. because now he's just on the Supreme Court. So the left just gets to pretend like nothing ever happened because being on the left in America means never having to say you're sorry. So you just you just move on like nothing happened. But. Real news networks were having Michael Avenatti on TV talking Mm -hmm. about Kavanaugh, you know, running high school rape gangs on people that were completely fictitious utterly based in just nothing they were pulling just delusional crazy people off the street and saying stuff happened that had no basis in reality and CNN was having avenatti on on the regular and treating him as a legitimate like possibly a presidential contender the whole thing was so insane and the way that senators kamala harris included i mean you're about to see this footage come back up again The way that they treated Kavanaugh in those hearings, treated his family, it was so, so just ridiculously – they put everything on the table to get this guy to go under. And any other Republican president would have caved and Mm -hmm. pulled back the nomination and put somebody else up, who they would have done the same thing to, by the way, Right. again.
2: Who they're going to do to Amy Coney Barrett uh, probably
3: or whoever. I mean Ted Cruz was on the list that nah, well, <laughs> that Trump just that. Be... I I don't think it will be Ted Cruz. I think it'll
2: be Amy Coney Barrett. I do but...
3: like Amy Coney Barrett. Um, you she, know, I yes. think Trump will it say that it's important to have a, a woman on the court replacing Ruth Bader Ginsburg who's done so much for women in the legal profession. Um but but it doesn't matter who it is. Fundamentally, it does not matter who it is. He could put up Mother Teresa at, at, to be on the Supreme Court and they would have a problem with anyone it it doesn't matter it's and and trump is the one person i think who gets that who gets that they're just gonna do it and it doesn't matter and it has no bearing on reality and isn't going to cave to it
2: yeah i totally agree with that i also think mcconnell's gonna sit, look at the cards and say either we're about to be wiped out or we're about to be brought back in but we're getting this through. We cannot afford to not have this legacy in the in the Supreme Court. We cannot afford to have, you know, this influence, this ch- this chance you get in the right. Supreme Court. I mean Well, in
3: every court. I mean, this is what just happened in um, it's Pennsylvania, right? Where the, there's a federal judge appointed by Trump who just, you know, put a hold on some of the orders that the governor had been putting out, stopping people from going out in COVID. A lot of conservatives feel that these judges that Mitch McConnell has been in overdrive putting in federal judges uh, judges since Trump was elected that that this is like the last bulwark bulwark uh, protecting our liberties from politicians who are so craven and so willing to cave to the mob that that you know we're we're in terrible danger from From the woke mob and from the COVID mob and from the anti-Trump mob, which are sometimes all the same thing and sometimes not. But that sort of this apolitical branch of government, the courts, is the one spot where conservatives can still hope to get a fair hearing. And and that, you know, that this is the legacy that especially McConnell, I think, is is hoping that he will have is that he'll protect the American people from their own. The Hyundai Tucson, from the brand
2: with more... Hey, thank you, websites that have auto-running videos. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and and, and so the the other part that we have to talk about here is, um, one, we need to buy a gun, obviously. Um, And two, um, it's it's interesting. I've been tweeting, uh, texting. First of all, I told you that I've been texting just people I know here. They've all been texting me, and that's the common theme, is that there's going to be unrest, and it's time to uh, get a sidearm. Um, it, this could not happen at a worst time culturally. I don't even know.
3: I think this what... is terrible for the country, honestly. Just for in terms of uh, culture wars and unrest and all this stuff, I think this is... Uh... And,
2: and you don't have a guy in the White House right now who can pull a 180. First of all, he, even if he could, and maybe it is in him somewhere, if Trump could pull a 180 and be a uniter, even if he tried to, they are going to jump on him with daggers no matter what. And that he'll react to, and then they'll point to that and say, look at that, just like they did with Kavanaugh, actually, destroying him and then complaining that he seems to be in a bad mood because of it. Um, but, I mean, behaviorally, Trump is going to – he doesn't have that gene, that, that, that thing where he's going to bring the country together. And even if he could, the media, the establishment – it doesn't have the gene the, on the left. They are too radical now. This just look at this year. Take a snapshot of this year. Even even your neighbors with the now the Black Lives Matter signs. Look at them this year compared to a few years ago, and how far they've come in the crazy things that they've believed in, starting from Russia and Putin's pocket. And this. And I that. mean,
3: if you had told us that a lot of our friends would have been kneeling in the street doing the Black Power sign a couple of years right. ago, like like white people from rich towns, that right. I mean, I we probably would have laughed at you but
2: yeah yeah but i mean it is it is <laughs> yeah it's something like i just said you just asked me about the latest the next civil war oh, i mean i don't
3: think it's that crazy far-fetched to be honest with you
2: um i mean so what happens here i mean do People marched in the streets even because Trump was elected the first time. There was the woman mar- Women's March with 600,000 people or whatever. Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
2: w- w- obviously, no matter what, and no matter what, there will be some kind of large gatherings of remembrances of this and that to almost, it's almost as if setting up a a cultural encampment so kind of mustering everybody remembering our bg but really getting ready for the action because oh, right
3: it, i mean i would assume that there are going to be protests now immediately remember remembrance remember
2: in Slash's protests remember immediately like Trump even nominated
3: weekend. gorsuch they had the signs ready to fill out they had like all three of the yes. names that were <laughs> yes, circulating yes, yes. they had like signs ready to go with the yes. blank like i oppose blank on the screen so what,
2: so what does this do to the now do you build a a coalition is, is the left smart enough to do this do they intertwine covid and this and black lives matter into one super frenzy
3: I mean, I certainly think they try and spin it as like this person, Trump, who mishandled COVID and mishandled Black Lives Matter. Um, You know, he is not capable of picking a Supreme Court
2: justice. Well, I know I understand they'll say that. But as, as, as far as boots on the ground and public demonstrations and protests, do they, is there a confluence of all of these parties into one? Is this? What does I mean, this do to the BLM?
3: I think it depends who Trump nominates to. I I think Amy Coney Barrett is going to be a choice that's going to, much as I would love an Amy Coney Barrett, believe me.
2: But um, so that's interesting. Over but Amy, Amy I Coney think
3: Barrett, that is she's it, a this- choice who would unite forces on the left because she is um a more certainly a more Christian judge, but uh, she's perceived as being more radically right-wing than maybe some other people.
1: Well, she's um, pro-life.
3: Versus, yeah, she's pro-life, right. but I think that, you know, somebody like Kavanaugh is a little bit more of an establishment Republican type. You know, he dates back to the Clinton years, kind of, and mm-hmm. he's sort of a, he's around, been around in, like, Republican political it, circles, so he's the, sort did of that more...
2: temper the treatment I don't, of no, him?
3: Oh, it didn't temper the treatment of him, but I think that... It kind of exposed the treatment a little bit more, like where you realize how insane it is that they're treating this guy this way, that he's like kind of an establishment figure. Whereas somebody like Amy Coney Barrett, who's a little bit more on the fringe, I would say, of the Republican universe is she's going to be easier to portray as a wacko. Which, and, and like I say, I say that as somebody who probably is more wacko than she is. but, um,
2: Well, they're going to portray anybody, anybody as a wacko. Oh, you know what? This is how they do it. They're going to have her be, and actually, and, and she is a, a, a incredible success story. She's also very attractive.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And she's an intelligent person, a good speaker, and a good thinker.
3: Right. So... And the left could possibly expose themselves on the faith argument, too, because a big part of their argument against her is that he's a Christian. If you remember, the faith lives loud within you.
2: Right. Thing well, well but some of these ghouls will be on the Judiciary Committee in the Senate on the left. Are they going to have to hold their powder a little bit because they don't want to show suburban housewives these Democratic men curb stomping a woman out of nowhere?
3: I mean, they're going to do the curb stomping, regardless of how it looks. So. Well,
2: I mean, there's curb stomping, and then there's curb stomping. And
3: I mean, I don't know enough about Amy Coney Barrett just personally to know whether she's the type of person who can withstand the curb stomping because it's going to happen. Well, what like if some...
2: they break her and she cries? Then what does that mean? Well, you, know I don't know be? About you know what prize. it'll be. You know what it'll be. Unlike mean, Kavanaugh, when they, Kavanaugh, when Kavanaugh, when Kavanaugh barked back at them and he said that is terrible. With her, of course, they'll say she doesn't have the stuff to be to be a Supreme Court justice. She just doesn't have it. Even though the uh, the accuser, I forgot Christy Blasey Ford, whatever, she lost her marbles and was vetted as a just a, a complete uh, and an utter hero. But I just think so yeah, I think that there's a chance that if they go too far in beating her up, if it's if it's her, then that's a bad look. And they have to keep the election in mind. Also, I don't know the mechanics, how much time McConnell has to do this stuff. I mean, I think he can he I think they can race this thing through um but um but um i mean i think they can rush this stuff through um but um it's just going to be very tough There is going to be such a national meltdown unless there is some kind of voice. And it ain't Joe Biden, unfortunately. And the last time we had a Supreme Court nominee, like you said, Kamala Harris was the lead orc, you know, attacker going after that person. So there's not a voice out there unless one emerges. I don't know, maybe Pence has it in him or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. There's not a voice out there to temper the situation. Because already on Twitter, I'm not even on there right now, but I assume it is saying that that um that they can't they can't um that absolutely McConnell it would be unthinkable of McConnell to nominate somebody he certainly shouldn't, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Already.
3: Oh, I mean I assume they had the stories ready for the last I assume they were written sometime in twenty fifteen or I guess Scalia died at the beginning of twenty sixteen. I suppose they were written at the beginning of twenty sixteen when Mitch McConnell said this about Scalia. I mean they were practically implying it at the time. You know, saying, well, we're going to stick it to you if this ever happens with a Republican president in the White House. Just mark our words, you know.
2: Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. I'm, I'm texting. T- Phil Louse. Um I'm, I'm talking but, yeah, I year. mean,
3: I, I think that the violence and the riots that we've seen so far this year are nothing compared to what's going to happen over the next uh, six weeks or so until the election. Really, nothing. I mean, I, th- I think that w- – I hope that I'm wrong. I do. I hope that I'm wrong. I hope that America can handle this like mature adults who can have a debate over Supreme Court nominees, but I – uh, I, my faith has been degraded by the last few years, so um, I think that that we are about to see a real political eruption. I I don't think that the people who are wondering if we could end up in a civil war over this are exaggerating.
2: <sighs> I mean, all of these things at once. It I mean, will anybody? The problem is, is that Washington and the media are. By the lost... way,
3: Tucker is apparently doing this live now. Yeah, too, yeah. Uh, is what I'm hearing from people.
2: Yeah, I would assume so. I, I, everybody's, yeah, of course he is. I mean, yeah, what Tucker... else could you do? <laughs> well, right.
3: Yeah. The, the Tucker, yeah. for it, it, people don't listen to us live, but Tucker just started a few minutes ago. Is why I say that. I have people texting me that Tucker is on. and
2: uh, Yeah, this is I mean, one. what else could you do at this point? You'd, you'd have to talk about, about this. And, you know, his whole show, until about 845, his show was set up just like our show was set up. And um, and
3: they threw it all away because the biggest thing to happen this year so far yes, has happened Yes, at, at an unbelievable
2: time. Mm. At an unbelievable time. God. Who knows? I'm going to see if we can pop in for a second see what Tucker's talking about. I mean, I know what he's talking about to see what he's saying. I don't know if this will work or if it won't. But, I mean, this is where
4: everybody is at this moment. I, I absolutely could. There's, of course, we have to remember there's no filibuster right in regards to confirming federal judges We simply obviously need the the simple majority and we have those votes. And I think this is one of those things where I think you probably could get enough votes to get through that and get a Supreme Court nominee confirmed. I say you go for it, Tucker, because if nothing else, a battle 40 some days out from the election again highlights the importance of SCOTUS. I would strongly advise for it. Let's see what happens. I think they would have the votes, though, to get Ned Ryan, American
2: majority CEO. So
4: Democrats will say, and they'll be correct on this one point, that there is precedent for delaying a confirmation hearing in the final months before an election. Now, in the final weeks before an election, how will Mitch McConnell, um, who's responsible for that, of course, in the final months of the Obama administration, how will he respond to that? I just I have to ask. But but, but that's it. But that has typically been when there are different parties in control, the White House and the Senate. That's not the case here. Obviously, we have okay. the White House and the Senate, both controlled by Republicans. Let's go for it. They are the ones in power. It is the constitutional right to nominate and confirm federal judges at all levels. I say you go for it. <laughs> I, I, I just wonder, and I am i mean, this is all this just happened. Um, and so, again, know, there are many right. levels to this. and I, And I almost feel bad because I do believe you should pause and remember a person's life and not move immediately to the political implications. We wouldn't normally do this, uh, even for someone I disagree with. But because, you know, it's an election year, I just again, I, I feel like we should discuss this. Do well, you think you are hearing tonight that the White House is planning to move forward with a, a nominee before the election? I, I can only say there are rumors, Tucker. I, I've not heard. Yeah, you- Ned doesn't
2: know. So anyway, they're having that discussion that we're having right now. Um, it's, I mean, I mean, I think the riots have settled a little bit, but the riots are so far removed. I mean, these are anarchists generally, and this is just thuggery in the streets, the riots. There's no more. It's been so, it's now pretty much untethered to police brutality.
3: Of course, but that's why they just always seize on the next thing, you know? Right. they were riding with Cavanaugh remember the person screaming at Lindsey Graham screaming at Jeff Flake you know they we're gonna see all that the the screaming at random people in the streets is about to get way worse
2: oh totally and now I mean, and now you know you've got the new direction you know so the getting their faces getting their restaurants uh, template uh, with full cover from the media has been created and will be taken advantage of. By certain sets of of people, this is, I mean, it, it, certainly college students. I, I don't know if I don't know the state of feminism anymore. Um, and, and and you know, white, college educated, women in suburbs with the Black Lives Matter sign, with the hey, there's No Home Here" sign, they are going to be the ones who wore the the, the hats, the weird hats, a few years ago. They are going to be apoplectic. They are going to go nuts. They are going to be doing some kind of demonstration, you know, performative demonstration. Uh, I can't see how they don't. And I, they are going to throw the, the social distancing the hell out the window. And, I mean, I, I can't see how you, like Zoom meetings say, it's, it's stay as something that, that's stable. I'm assuming most teachers unions will say, how are we supposed to teach in this, by the way, with – Oh, yeah, you
3: can kiss schools goodbye. Sorry. Sorry, people who are sending your kids on hybrid model. That's done. I mean, as far as I can imagine the future looking from now until the election, normal life is about to be suspended.
2: Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, (laughs) I don't know. I mean, somebody knows that they're supposed to now be angry and in the streets. I don't know if they know that they're that they're on deck, though. I don't know. I mean, we both know women in their 20s, uh, possibly lawyers um, who love RBG, R- R- and those, those mm-hmm. people that we know will consider it more than blasphemous to even suggest that you put somebody in her seat right now who doesn't match her ideologically anyway.
3: Oh, right. I mean, I think that that's that they're... They've been gearing up for that since Merrick Garland. Right? That was that was the only silver lining they could see from the Merrick Garland event was that someday they could use that to stick it to a Republican. You know, so
2: a friend of friend of ours, uh, Alice who we'll call John. I texted tweeted texted I tweeted DM'd him when when we learned that she had died and DM'd him oh Christ to which <laughs> To what she responded full scale nuclear war <laughs>
3: right i mean, I that's mean everybody how I feel. it couldn't
2: have come at a worse time it could not come at a worse time this is i mean even just an election year is bad enough but now with a pandemic six weeks already before the elections already all of these divisions six weeks before the election you know also a, a media looking to hamstring you know the ability for people to decipher news with the with the race stuff i mean i don't i can't i can't imagine what what the situation will be
3: so if, a friend in town just texted me a screenshot of another mom in town that says in all caps. No, 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 F-2020. He can't possibly confirm someone in 46 days, right? And then somebody replied, I just saw someone say he has until inauguration, which is even more terrifying. So, I mean, if this somehow doesn't get resolved before the election, remember that even if the Republicans all get voted out, they could have zero Fs left to give in December and confirm somebody because they will be lame ducks
2: there is going to be a a nominee he's going to confirm somebody they better arrive in an armored column and washington (laughs) dc is going to have to be shut down by trump's evil federal truck shock troops again chuck schumer has tweeted the the american people should have a voice in the selection of their next supreme court justice Uh Therefore, this vacancy should not be filled until we have a new president.
3: Somebody else texted me to tell me that uh their their close friend who's a 42-year-old man is crying right now. Oh god. The left is uh, not going to handle this well. And it's not going to be about Ruth Bader Ginsburg as a person in mourning her passing and respecting her <coughs> yeah. or anything else about that. That's for sure. They've already forgotten her. She is way in the rearview mirror for the left. And, you know, her, who she is as a person and her legacy. They are focused on the fight to come, which is starting as far as they are concerned tonight. So um, Yes.
2: And I want you to let you know something else. Schumer, who tweeted that, he tweeted that, 23 minutes ago, he tweeted, the American people should have a voice in the selection of their next Supreme Court justice. Therefore, this vacancy should not be filled until we have a new president. Allison. Mm-hmm. Um, eight minutes later, he tweeted, tonight we mourn the passing of a giant in American history. <laughs>
3: eight minutes later? Yes. <laughs> oh, my a God. Somebody got to him and justice, reminded him that he's supposed
2: to... Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Oh, my God. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh Jesus! Is <laughs> oh my! I don't even know. I don't even know what to. <laughs> uh oh! Somebody's here. Well,
3: I think one of our kids is um has arrived back at the house. Is uh, that a
2: light? Did a light just go out out there? Oh! Uh, hey, the rioters already here.
3: Um. Yeah, they're breaking down our door. I assume. No our tweet
2: computer... from Pelosi as yet. Um. Yeah.
3: You know, I hope you've enjoyed 2020 so far and the peaceful, calm, relaxing year that it has been. Because things are about to get wild.
2: How is it that no matter what seismic event happens, um, I only gain weight? It's like people like people <laughs> are stressed, and people like lose a lot of weight, and they're really like their mind is just burdened with this, and they just can't. They go into depressions. No matter what happens, it's like t- uh, ten months ago, our four hundred and one k, or a year ago, our, or whatever, our four hundred and one k was good, and and we bought a house, and you know the, we cleared our debt, and then I like ballooned up, <laughs> and now we have no money, and we extra jobs here and there, and thanks pan- Massachusetts
3: government and y- the lead laws,
2: yes, and pandemic and furlough and all that other stuff, and I just simply gain weight. I can not ever lose weight. Uh, Mandy Moore has tweeted, Alice. This should be very interesting. Mandy Moore? Yes, this is important. Breaking. Mandy Moore says, Thank you, RBG, for devoting your life, love, and legacy to the rule of law. What a trailblazer in every way. What an immeasurable loss in every way. We will honor you by voting to protect all that you stood for.
0: Uh,
2: I thought Prince had tweeted her, but that's unlikely.
3: Um, (laughs) I would say that that's unlikely. I mean, as RBG herself weighed in?
2: (laughs) Alice, really? (laughs) You said that Prince. Was, Jesus, you know,
3: dead people don't tweet. That's, that's Loretta the Swit. Reality.
2: You probably don't know who Loretta Swit is. Oh my no, god, she's I not even. I have not heard of her. She's not even verified. Oh my god. She's <sighs> got 13, oh, she's got more followers than me. Anyway, she was in Mash. We ache and grieve over the loss of a true champion, our hero Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Anybody else to go after? Anybody else? I'm not even sure. Uh, Paula Reed. Um, okay, a reminder of Mitch McConnell's view when Scalia died in 2016, the American people should have a voice in the selection of their next Supreme Court justice. Therefore, this vacancy should not be filled until we have a new president. That's somebody named Sema. But Paula Reed says, "But now McConnell has repeatedly said that he would move swiftly to fill any SCOTUS vacancy, even though he had a different standa- standard during the final year of Obama's term." Um. Yeah, but Paula, I mean, she's a CBS reporter. Okay,
3: here's a nice one. Here's a nice one. This is Christopher Scalia, uh, son of Antonin Scalia. I'm very sad to hear about the passing of my parents' good friend and my father's wonderful colleague, Justice Ginsburg. May her memory be a blessing. I'd like to share a couple of passages that convey what she meant to my dad. This is from a roast he delivered for her 10th anniversary on the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals. They'd been colleagues on that court until he went to the Supreme Court. She hadn't joined him there yet, and he missed her. It says that's all I have to say by way of roasting, but I will conclude with a few earnest comments. I have missed Ruth very much since leaving the Court of Appeals. She was the best of colleagues as she is the best of friends. I wish her a hundred years. This is a story that Judge Jeffrey Sutton shares about an encounter late in my dad's life when he bought his friend Ruth two dozen roses for her birthday. Some things in life are more important than votes. And the quote says, during one of my last visits with Justice Scalia, I saw striking evidence of the Scalia-Ginsburg relationship. As I got up to leave his chambers, he pointed to two dozen roses on his table and noted that he needed to take them down to Ruth for her birthday. Wow, I said, I doubt I had given a total of 24 roses to my wife in almost 30 years of marriage. You ought to try it sometime. He retorted, unwilling to give him the last word. I pushed back. So what good have all these roses done for you? Name one five-four case of any significance where you got Justice Ginsburg vote. Some things, he answered, are more important than votes. I let him have the last word.
2: Very nice. Very nice. good evening. Whoa whoa whoa, 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 whoa. Where's that? Overregulation. That Thank you. That was that not what we were supposed to do. That's uh, that was the show that the planned show that we were supposed to have. But alright, so let's uh, let's cook out of here I think we're just gonna Catch up on everything like everybody else is uh, R.I.P. to Ruth Bader Ginsburg And her uh, family What a what a day, what a time this is We will do another show tomorrow by the way And with all the latest And catch up with some of the stuff we missed Hang in there, take care of yourself Watch your backs I appreciate uh, you listening in the, uh, in the ratings uh, See you later guys
0: la